welcome to Emmanuel Episcopal Church in Rockford, Illinois. I have to say it is so wonderful to see the faces that I see this morning present with us. But if you're joining us on Facebook Live, we are also so pleased that you are with us this morning. If you would like to support our ministry, and you may visit our website at www.emmanuelrockford.org, and also you will be able to see our announcements and sign up for our weekly e-news. May God be with us all as we worship him in the beauty of this lovely church. Send out your light and your truth that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Together. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us adore him. Please join me in saying the Jubilate. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His faithfulness endures from age to age. Please be seated. The psalm appointed for today is number 86, verses 11 through 17. Teach me your way, O Lord, and I will walk in your truth. Knit my heart to you that I may fear your name. I will thank you, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and glorify your name forevermore. For great is your love toward me. You have delivered me from the nethermost pit. The arrogant rise up against me, O God, and a band of violent men seek my life. They have not set you before their eyes, but you, O Lord, 
are gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and full of kindness and truth. Turn to me and have mercy upon me. Give your strength to your servant and save the child of your handmaid. Show me a sign of your favor so that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed. Because you, O Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. reading from the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last. Besides me, there is no God. Who is like me? Let them proclaim it. Let them declare and set it forth before me. Whom has announced from of old the things to come? Let them tell us what it is yet to be. Do not fear or be afraid. Have I not told you from of old and declared it? You are my witness. Is there any God besides me? There is no other rock. I know not one. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to you, Lord God of our fathers. You are worthy of praise. Glory to you. Glory to you for the radiance of your holy name. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you in the splendor of your temple, on the throne of your majesty. Glory to you. Glory to you seated between the cherubim. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you, beholding the depths and the high vault of heaven. Glory to you. Glory to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. To the Romans. Brothers and sisters, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear but you have received a spirit of adoption. When we pray, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If, in fact, we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him, 
I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory about to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the children of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not of its own will, but by the will of one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and will obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now, and not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, grown inwardly while we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now we hope that it is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. The word of the Lord. The Song of the Redeemed. O ruler of the universe, Lord God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth, O king of all ages. Who can fail to do you homage, Lord, and sing the praises of your name? For you only are the Holy One. All nations will draw near and fall down before you, because your just and holy works have been revealed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Matthew. Jesus put before the crowd another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Then he left the crowds and went into the house. And as his disciples approached him, saying, explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He answered, the one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. 
Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers, and they will throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Let anyone with ears listen. our second parable uh, in a series of three where Jesus talks about farming. And I can imagine the people that were sitting around him and listening to him tell the story think to themselves, Jesus, you know nothing about farming when you talk about weeds and wheat. Because you are a carpenter. So I can imagine them kind of nudging each other and rolling their eyes as he goes on to tell them about how they should let the weeds grow with the wheat. But the weeds that he's talking about were called darnels, and they were very insidious. They um, were able to grow and wind their roots around the roots of the wheat, and the farmers didn't know what was what until it came time to harvest, until the wheat had grown to a certain height, and then the darnels came out. So they were insidious in the fact that they were Kind of like people that we know who present one face and one day turn around and present another. And a lot of us stand there and think to ourselves, what in the world is going on with Maisie? Why is she suddenly gone off the deep end or off the rails? And so what do we do? In our culture, we cancel. Maisie is no longer a part of my life. I have nothing to do with her. I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to see her. I don't want to, as somebody said, I just defaced her on, on Facebook, to which I said, you don't deface people from Facebook. You unfriend them. But we do. We live in a culture where if people disagree with us or we disagree with a company, there's suddenly a social media storm to boycott or ignore. But that's not what Jesus is telling anyone in this parable. If you notice, he doesn't tell the, the people that are listening to him that no one is beyond saving. That's why he tells the story of allowing the wheat to grow alongside the weeds. Because everyone has that ability to be saved. No matter who they are or how they've lived, I firmly believe that we have until the moment of our death to tell Jesus and to tell God that we want to enter into the kingdom and that no one is left out. Jesus is telling the listeners of this parable that no one is left out. Everyone has a voice and everyone deserves respect to be heard. Because the person that we disagree with today 
maybe the person we find ourselves agreeing with tomorrow. John Lewis, our sainted congressman, who was called by Nancy Pelosi, the conscience of the Congress, as we know, died Friday. John Lewis was beaten as he tried to cross the bridge during the civil rights era, and he was responsible for constantly needling the leaders of our country to give everyone equal rights to vote. It wasn't just people of, that were white that should be allowed to vote, but all people should be allowed to vote, John Lewis said. And it can be stated that John Lewis had a lot of enemies, that John Lewis had to deal with a lot of Darnells in his life. But he was able to look past the weed and see the wheat in that person. He was able to see the seed of God in every man, woman, and child that he met. He boycotted George W. Bush's first inauguration because he said that he wasn't legitimate because the Supreme Court didn't rule in favor of the popular vote. That the hanging chads of Florida, which we will for never forget, were not a true testament to who should be president. But the picture that I saw today in the newspaper was George W. Bush standing next to John Lewis on that bridge, holding hands. And I thought to myself, here are two men who really probably agree on absolutely nothing, but are able to put aside how they feel to embrace a bigger cause. He also, John Lewis, also went and spoke with George Wallace, who when he was run, running for governor said, segregation today, segregation tomorrow, and segregation forever. And the crowd went wild. But John Lewis went to Wallace's bedside after he had been shot and was left uh, in a wheelchair. And they made amends. And he realized in that moment, he said, when he looked in the eyes of, the, of Wallace, that he was a changed man, that he no longer believed that blacks were less than white, that everyone was equal. And Lewis said he was able to forgive Wallace for all of the heinous things he had done and said. I have to believe that's what Jesus is talking about when he discusses with his followers and the people that hung on his every word and he was able to paint such beautiful pictures of what is to be, that no one is left behind, that everyone has worth, that everyone has the ability to change, and everyone can embrace the other. If we were to think about those things today and to really take Lewis's words and deeds to heart to make good trouble, how our lives and the lives of all that we encounter would change. We wouldn't be focused on canceling someone out, of unfriending someone that we disagreed with, of never speaking to a friend because we don't 
think like they do. The best thing that we can do is to look past the other and see the person inside, that everyone is a child of God. When we are able to embrace people who are different from us and listen to them and try to understand where they're coming from and what has made them think the way they do, that's how we will change the world. Ignoring someone or deciding that someone isn't worth our time is not what Jesus had in mind when he tells the story of the weeds and the wheat. He let the weeds grow up among the wheat, and we know that weeds cannot change, but we can. There is not a weed in the world that is a human being that cannot seek and find redemption. John Lewis certainly taught us that with the people that he crossed the political aisle with, the ideological aisle with, that he was able to see people for who they are and that we all carry scars and hurts and pain with us. It's what we make of those hurts and those scars that will change the world. We see that with John Lewis and how he changed our world. So much for the better. We mourn his loss. Amen. Join with me, please, in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. 
He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord. And grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world. For only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care. And guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth. Your saving help among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten. Nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create uh, in us clean hearts, O God. And sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Almighty God, the fountain of all wisdom, you know our necessities before we ask and our ignorance in asking. Have compassion on our weakness and mercifully give us those things which for our unworthiness we dare not and for our blindness we cannot ask. Through the worthiness of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Holy God, as we open our doors and welcome in those who will come who come in, may we recognize you among them. As we make our churches safe to enter and care for those who may come, may we recognize you as our strong defense. As we are, say our prayers and light our candles, may we recognize you in the midst. As we resume our life and live our life, may we recognize you as our life today, tomorrow, and always. Amen. In union, bless Jesus, 
with the faithful gathered at every altar of your church where your blessed body and blood are offered this day, and remembering particularly my own parish and those worshiping, especially those on our parish prayer list, Eric, Jason, Jessica, Jennifer, Jordan, Linnea, Lisa, Mickey, Molly, Nancy, Nick, Peg, Rich, Rob, Eli, Jim, Will, Stephen, Mel, Susie, Oscar, Kristen, Mary, Ruth, Ellen, and Tricia, I long to offer you praise and thanksgiving for the creation and all the blessing of this life, for the redemption won for us by your life, death, and resurrection, for the means of grace and the hope of glory, especially Phyllis, and particularly for the blessings given me and for those celebrating birthdays, Lindsay, Fred, Michael, Molly, Ellen, Elijah, and Sue. I believe that you are truly present in the Holy Sacrament, and since I cannot at this time receive communion, I pray you to come into my heart. I unite myself with you and embrace you with all my heart, my soul, and my mind. Let nothing separate me from you. Let me serve you in this life until, by your grace, I come to your glorious kingdom and unending peace. Amen. Amen. Keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy. Sustain and support the anxious. Be with those who care for the sick and lift up all who are brought low, that we may find comfort, knowing that nothing can separate us from your love in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, Father, Father of all, all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all evermore. Amen. Amen.